1: Everyone, you're listening to those are the girls with Mallory and friends. I'm Mallory. I'm Victoria. And we are changing culture and bringing back traditional values. So, hello, everybody. You guys are going to be listening to this. This is the very last episode of 2020. What a year. Yeah. And um this episode, I just really, we just really wanted to talk about like goal setting some of our goals goals for the podcast and just some really encouragement as we go into this new year um I don't know about you guys but 2020 I was 25 Um, My birthday is in November, so it was at the end of the year. So technically, like I was 25 in 2020. So I had all these big plans and expectations. I thought this was going to be my year. All my dreams come true and X, Y, and Z. And it was not quite like that. I still had a a lot of really good things happen, but it just wasn't really how I expected. So I think that um, everybody, like I don't know anybody only a few people who this was the best year of their life ever. And that's great. But I think a lot of us, it was a very difficult year. So I think that um, just some encouragement and then going into 2021 with um, expect, different expectations, I think will be really good for us.
0: Yeah I mean and this is what like I've told my husband like every I don't know like everyone keeps talking about like oh it's just an awful year awful year and I'm like you know like it wasn't the best but I've had worse like I feel like it's good like I started my own business I kept my job um oh that's good Helped my health um I mean it wasn't what we pictured but Overall, I mean, I got married this year and I mean, the first year marriage in quarantine. What a way to start. It was definitely interesting, but (laughs) I mean, I'm not sick of my husband, so that's good news. That's important. (laughs) But I just think like, even like when we're reflecting on this year, just remember to like, it pushed us and it made everyone uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. but I think it made everyone a better person in the end. And there was definitely, like, a lot of skill sets I learned that I would not have learned if it was a normal year. Like, I learned so much about video editing and taking pictures. And, like, I would not have had to learn that if we weren't doing, like, a whole political campaign online. Yeah, And it's definitely, I mean, you can definitely um, mourn the things that we were not able to do but I also think we need to take the time to reflect and be grateful
1: because like I mean this podcast wouldn't be a thing I was just about to say um we can I think we should acknowledge that there were a lot of things that happened that were like not not part of the plan that that really sucked but I think we should also make sure we're acknowledging too the things that God did bless us with through this time like you said um I feel like I grew a lot. There was a lot of things that um, happened this year that were not part of the plan, but stretched me in ways that I would have never been able to stretch. I think that I have developed some skills, like you said, um, that I would never have discovered. And um, so I think we should just say a few things that, I mean, you kind of said some good things that happened to you, but if you have any more, uh, you can say some, but for me really quick like uh like you said this podcast like would have never Oh no, it probably would have happened but it wouldn't be like what it is today because it's the things that I thought I wanted and would happen would have happened this year it I would not have wanted to stretch as far I would not have felt I don't think I would have been able to listen to God's call the way I am now because when I think about at the beginning of the year like some of my priorities and some of the things that I wanted and some of the like where I thought I would be this like a I, God told me this, I would have been like, oh yeah, maybe a little bit later. Like I wouldn't Mm -hmm. have made this like a priority. Like I have, like, and I wouldn't, I don't think I would have even had some of the ideas. For example, um, another thing is I was able to do the SCOTA squad. No way I would have been able to do that if all of my plans and if the pandemic hadn't happened, there's no way. So it's been like great and amazing things like that, that have happened this year, um, that I really, that I'm grateful for. Yeah. Um, and I am really grateful that some of the things, and it's weird for me to say this because there are, you know, I lost like a relationship. I lost some family members. I lost my uh, three bedroom apartment. So there are still some days here and there I'm, I get like kind of sad. So it's weird for me to say this, but I am grateful for the things that did happen because like, I would not be here Um, today without them and some of the ideas like we just we were supposed to record this an hour and a half before we started recording but we were just like talking about some of the exciting things that we have planned I would have, I don't think I would have even, my mind would have gone to that if I hadn't been in the situation that I'm in now. Um, Also too, like another thing, and then after this, Victoria, you can talk some more, but another thing (laughs) I really like that happened to me this year was like, I was really stretched spiritually. um, And because of that, I was able, I joined another, a new church, um, a church that is very theologically sound. And I was able to um, come to some understanding about some things theologically that i just i was believing some things that just were not biblically the uh, biblical truth and i don't if i if i had been in the same situation i was in at the beginning of the year i would not have even thought to think more i think i was being um because i'm thinking back to a conversation that one of my friends and i had about the church we were attending and um you know, I did, I remember thinking, like, I want to be stretched a little bit more. But because of the relationship I was in, I don't think I would have, like, found another church. I don't think I would have, like, even dig deeper. But because, you know, I was out of that relationship, and I really, I knew that the only person I can lean on in a time of sadness and darkness is God, I was able to do that. So I have grown tremendously when it comes to those things. And I don't think that Like I said, if I had been in the same situation I was in at the beginning of the year, that would not have happened. So there's a lot of positive things that have come out of this that I think we should definitely remember. And when we are reflecting, like Victoria said, when we are reflecting on this year, I think we definitely have to acknowledge those. Definitely. So what do you think is the number one thing you've learned this year? The number one thing, honestly, is... um, well, I want to say to manage expectations, because this entire year was a year of, I don't want to say disappointment, because once again, I had a lot of good things that happened, but- it's a year of the pivot. Of the pivot, yes. Yeah, and that, yeah, um, to pivot, that right there, that's what, I think that's the biggest lesson I learned, is to pivot. A lot of the things that I wanted to happen did not happen. Like, I, so at the beginning of every year, um, and this is, I guess, a good segue to another section. Um, At the beginning of the year, I always make a list of all the things that I want to accomplish that year. Um, And then I also give myself a word of the year. Out of all the things that I wanted to accomplish this year, not a single thing that I wrote at the beginning of the year I was able to do, not because I wasn't able to, but literally because there was no possible way in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> that just caused me to pivot. So yeah. my list, I, I redid a, another list in um, May and I've accomplished a lot of things on that list. Mm-hmm. And it was about pivoting and about resilience too, because I also could have like stayed down. And one thing that I'm very proud of, um, and this is just a side note, just me bragging on myself for a second is, um, so when my ex broke up with me, like unexpectedly, I was like a wreck, but I had to record an episode of my other podcast and I was really proud of myself. I rescheduled it to the next day, but I cried like before my friend got there to record, I cried. She came, I did the podcast. You can't even tell I have been crying all day. I came, I did it. It's a great episode. And then when she left, I cried some more. But I, that to me, like, that's just something that like, um, a skill I feel like I've developed over the years is like, I'm, I'm an emotional person. That's just like who I am. And I try to work on controlling them. But like, I can be upset about something. But if I need to get something done, I will get that thing done. And mm-hmm. that is something that this year has really pushed me to do even more. There have been times where like, I've been upset about some stuff. Um, Family, like I said, I've had some family members die and like some things have been like weighing really heavy on my chest. Even today, when I was like, right before we were recording this, I was like feeling some really heaviness just about some, cause you know, it's the holidays, like, um, my granddaddy was like my last living grandparent. I, I loved him and I, I hate, I missed out on some things because of other situations. So like I was weighing really heavy on my chest, but this is something I need to do. This is something I wanted to do. This is something that's important to me. So what do you do? You just push that aside for right now. And then I'll come to it later. You do what you have to get done. So I think like, um, pivoting and like being resilient has been like the biggest lesson and the biggest growing thing, because a lot of the things that happened this year I had never really experienced before. So, I mean, a pandemic, yeah. <laughs> I don't think anyone else alive has really been in a real pandemic. I think people thought the Spanish flu was something, but it's nothing compared to this mm-hmm. or at least compared to the reaction of this. So like, I think that, um, pivoting and like resilience and pushing yourself has been like the biggest lesson what about you what do you think the biggest lesson's been
0: I think for me it's and I um Marie For Forleo says this everything is figure outable. Mm. so I feel like I've always been like oh like I don't know how to do that so I'm not gonna do it but the fact is like if you want to do something there's resources there's books there's YouTube channels like I Like I'm an analytical person. I've never done anything like where it comes to like graphic designing background. Like I don't have a graphic design background, but this year with like the campaigns I've run, I've had to learn how to take better pictures. I've had to learn how to do videos. I've had to learn how to make graphics. And I've literally taken the time, like I've bought like old textbooks and literally I'm reading textbooks, teaching myself these things. And this is, and it's turned into like a hobby not really a hobby but it's turned into a small business and it's turned into something like I love spending my time doing and just giving me that creative outlet and so I would definitely say like everything is literally figure outable if you yeah. just take pause and take that time to figure it out and then you're better off later on in life because you don't know this skill set
1: Yeah, I think that's another thing, too. A lot of people pick up some skills during this time and some hobbies. Did you pick up any hobbies that you didn't do before the pandemic? Um, Definitely.
0: I would say, like, a lot of, like, it is, like, video editing. Well, I re-picked up knitting because I saw that knitting has been, like, something that's, like, a really good stress relief. It's kind of you're able to do it um, without really thinking about it. And so it's kind of um, I know like Albert Einstein would when he's trying to think through a problem, he would ride his bike and it's just the constant repetition him think through it. And that was kind of how like knitting turned in for me. It's kind of like, OK, like I just need to like take a break. I'm just going to clear my head and just kind of knit. And then it's like, oh, OK, like, here's my thought. It also, for me, just kind of t- taking the time to take like a 45 minute nap a day and even if i don't sleep i'm just i close my eyes i've turned everything off and honestly i've had some of my best ideas coming out of my 45 minute nap hmm. and i feel well rested afterwards um just kind of taking some time just be quiet yeah but that but hobby i would probably say kind of knitting i would say yeah
1: what about you boxing I yeah I had done the nine round thing because my brother worked for them and I did it like a couple of times one summer um but that was kind of like my extent of it but then um over this pandemic I decided to get like really into it and I really like it and I think that it's fun and it's like a workout well first of all it's fun and it's empowering like, weirdly, I feel, like, super, I don't know. And, mm-hmm. like, certain combinations, like, um, we've been working on different combinations. And, like, once I get, we have, like, I don't know if other places do this. But, like, it's combinations up to numbers to do, like, um, cross, um, a cross jab kick or something like that. Um, and once I get up to, like, a new number, I always fit. And I do it, like, the whole way through. I always feel super accomplished. Lifting certain weights, like, going from, like, um, an 8-pound to a 12-pound, like, that was super... Mm -hmm. fun to do or like it felt really good so like those type of things um I got into and I think a lot of people did like I think a lot of people really picked up some stuff and that's another positive that that happened
0: yeah so I know this year for you it's been a big focus on a healthier lifestyle Mm -hmm. and you've lost what 40 pounds yeah almost 50 I'm almost Almost 50. 50 pounds yeah and so what and I know a lot of people actually gained weight this year <laughs> from like stress and all that how have you been able to have that discipline this year like what have you learned with like because a lot of people and I know for myself and I'll talk about this with my 2021 goals my whole weight loss journey but what advice do you have for people like you've eaten healthy you've been like consistently eating healthy consistently working out like how did you is it discipline self-control like
1: what advice do you have for people it's a hundred percent discipline because um I and this is so true I saw this somewhere and I was like this is exactly how it is because you start off with the motivation you got you have to be motivated something has to happen in your life that makes you say okay like I need to do this and as stupid and dumb as it is it was a boy and I know that's <laughs> dumb and stupid and I know that you know I'm sure people are gonna in the comments you're beautiful I thank you I know and you are but thank you thank you but at the end of the day it was a stupid boy that was like the motivation for a while but then after a while that like wears off not because like I don't know it it just kind of wore off because I'm like he's stupid like I don't know like Mm -hmm. it just wears off like and your motivation could be um I know I had a friend her motivation was she couldn't uh snap the the seatbelt on the airplane, eventually you're going to get on an airplane and you'll be able to snap. And if that was your motivation, then you're not going like, then it kind of fades. It's discipline because once motivation fails or yeah, once motivation fails, discipline has to kick in and you just have to create these habits. And like, I'll go on motivational kicks where like, it'll be like two weeks where I'm like super, um, where I like drink a gallon absolute gallon a day plus my electrolytes and then I might even drink like a celery um juice celery like two weeks straight it's so disgusting but it's so good for you um really because like I tried it once and I just gagged because I just hate celery I mean one thing my nutritionist said also too, like having a nutritionist and like um did you hire her him or her this year yeah so I okay so I do it's called Medi weight loss um highly recommend um and it's with your insurance like with my insurance it's free you have to but I think you have to have like a medical like you have to go to your doctor first I believe that's how it works and like they have to say yeah this person needs to lose weight as opposed to just like showing up like hey can I do it because I think they have to make sure that like you are, I think you have to be like at a certain risk or whatever. Okay. Um, so like, that's how I found my nutritionist. And like, um, I had done it like years ago when I was in Charlotte and then I moved to Virginia Beach for grad school. And then I moved back to Charlotte. I was like, okay, let me get more focused. And like having that accountability has been really good too. Um, and then drinking, like the other tip I have is like drink a gallon of water. I don't care what anybody says, the gallon of water makes a huge difference because what, um, so when we go, when I go into the nutritionist, um, once a week. That's the other thing too. Like sometimes I'll like want to cheat or whatever, but then I'm like, it's gonna be noticeable because I'm gonna go in this week, you know? Mm-hmm. So um when it goes in, sh- she can and I think you can even get a scale like this for your own self. And I think I've seen I think it's called like Fit Track has it, where it'll show you how much you've lost in water and how much you've lost on body fat. Hmm. And it's crazy. Like there are weeks where it said I only lost like three pounds but I actually lost five pounds in body fat, but I went up two pounds in water. So the scale only said I lost three pounds. So if you are drinking water, like drink water, I, no matter what, I feel like you should drink a gallon of water a day. Now, also too, I want to say this, this is if you want to lose a lot of weight. I think that maybe like, if you're just trying to lose like 20 or pounds or less I don't necessarily know if this advice is best for you but like mm-hmm. if you, I think if you want to lose like more than 20 pounds I think this will be good like drink a gallon of water and then also too this is hard like this is where I struggle and honestly this is where I've been struggling in the past like month or so is tracking your calories and I know also too that like that's kind of controversial because of people um, like abusing it or people with eating disorders which is um, if you do have an eating disorder or like, if you have been known to abuse this, ignore this advice. But like, if you are just trying to lose some weight, tracking your calories and like, I weigh and measure my food that makes a like the weeks I do that, the weeks I am strict on myself when I track uh, my calories and I weigh and measure my food, I drink my gallon. I don't even have to exercise that week, but if I weigh and measure my food, track my calories, drink my gallon, drink my electrolytes, um, I those are the weeks I lose the most weight. Like, Hmm. I can lose, like, four – almost four pounds those weeks. Yeah. Um, But, like, if I'm, like, kind of being lackadaisical, I can lose, like, one or two. But, like, if I'm being very, like, on top of it, meal prepping is another thing. And tracking Mm -hmm. those calories. Like, if you – because the way to lose weight is to be in a calorie deficit. And if you are doing that – and the only way you really know if you're doing that is if you track it. Yeah. And, like – and I realized for myself that if I don't track – then no matter I I gain weight like I don't know if some connection to my brain or what I don't know what it is but like so I've come to the realization I'll probably end up be tracking my calories for the rest of my life which Mm. is fine it's you know kind of sucks but like that's just how God made my metabolism or made my brain or however it is so like if you track I think tracking is like a big thing the gallon of water and tracking are really really big yeah so is it are you is it eating less for you eating healthier both it's eating less for me personally so I've never been the type of person like I like healthy foods and I honestly I can eat like my friends know like when it comes to like parties um like Christmas parties or whatever I'm the person who brings the vegetable tray and I will sit by the vegetable like I love the vegetable tray with the ranch with the um celery Mm -hmm. I love celery but my problem is I if it's left there I could you know eat a lot of it so Mm -hmm. I've never been like a unhealthy eater like I have friends that um are going through similar journeys and they can like sit down and eat an entire like medium-sized pizza I have never been like that I don't even really like pizza like that but um my thing is just like tracking like I can overeat and I tend to overeat healthier healthier foods and when you overeat healthier foods it's just as bad as you overeat regular food Mm. but your brain is telling you that it's not that bad because you're overeating so like I can eat if I'm not tracking I can eat a a salad that's like for two or three people or two or three servings when I really shouldn't be having one and your body knows like when like I said like when I'm like measuring and tracking everything like I'm supposed to I'll be full like I'm not gonna be like, I'm not super hungry or anything like that, like, I'm gonna be full, it's just the, like, portion control.
0: Yeah, are you doing anything, like, cutting out carbs, or? Oh, yeah,
1: so with the, um, with Medi, you, so, you're not supposed to eat, um, like, sugar, not supposed to have sugar, potatoes, um, the minimal amount of like carbs. So it's really just protein and vegetables and you're supposed to get your body in ketosis, but as they make a big point of saying it's not keto because keto allows for more fat. And like, um, with the way they do it, it's just like a certain amount of, um, of calories from fat that you can have, but with keto, it's like, for example, like um, you can only have about two tablespoons a day of like an avocado. But with keto, it's like eat six avocados. It's okay. Yeah. So there's a little bit more um, restricted. Would
0: you would you say it's more like a low carb, or would
1: you call it more like a like a whole? not whole foods? Whole thirty. I think it's more of a low carb okay yeah it's definitely more low carb and the goal is to get your body in ketosis whatever that really I don't even understand what it means but it's supposed to be like like when you're done eating it's supposed to still be burning fat like Mm -hmm. that's the goal um and you can do this without exercising too that's another thing they say you don't have to be like doing hard exercise I just like to do hard exercise because if I'm it's just all it's a mind thing for me like if I'm Mm -hmm. not doing hard exercise then I'm probably not going to eat right and then also too it's just I don't know it just it pushes me yeah some people can't Well, some people can't afford because, like, gyms are expensive. And then some people just – they don't want to, and you don't have to. Like, you can do it without doing exercise. But I just – I personally just need to for my mind.
0: Yeah. So what kind of exercises are you – do you like doing it? I know you talked about, like, the um, boxing. Is
1: it more, like, high-intensity workouts or weightlifting? So it's, like, very high-intensity. So, like, there's nine rounds. So, like, you spin – three minutes is it Three. i think you spend like three minutes on each round um but i go over because i try to um burn 400 calories every visit Mm -hmm. so you spend three minutes on each round and like one round could be like jump roping one round could be doing things um with the bag one round could be the speed bag one round could be weights one round could be a jogging one round could be um different things with the different types of bags like it's just but it's high intensity like your heart rate is going up there's never really like a dull anything which is hard yeah. so what is I guess your your goals
0: for 21 then with um well I guess like working out and your weight loss
1: journey and I guess other goals as well okay so my weight loss goal is at least another 50 to 70 pounds um my overarching goal is 100 to lose 150 pounds and I realized what would that be like your weight goal if you want to talk about it we don't have to um so my overall goal I'd like to be like between 130 and 140 Mm -hmm. I am five three and a half so I've said that to people and they're like well that's so skinny but like I'm five three and a half like yeah I'm short so like you're like in your head
0: no, I'm five foot. My weight goal is 120. Okay. Yeah.
1: So, so you get it. I get yeah. it. Yeah. You get it. I was I'm like, oh my God, now that's so, no, like I'm short. Um, and realistically, like also too, I know, so my mom growing up was a double zero. Huh. Yep. My mom,
0: my mom is under five foot and weighs like a hundred pounds and it's just like not fair. Yeah. My mom was not a double zero And now, it's like a healthy, yeah. Yeah. I mean, for her, it's a healthy weight. Right. She's so
1: small. Yeah, so, like, my mom growing up, and, like, she wasn't, like, sick, sicker, that's just how she was, then she had kids, so she's no longer that, but, um, so that's on my mom's side, and on my dad's side, it's not like that, Um, mm-hmm. his family, you know, they're not thin. Um, yeah, that's the same for mine, my
0: mom's, everyone's, like, a five foot, all the girls are five foot, it's, like, a straight line, yeah. and then my dad's side, it's always dealt with a little bit of overweight and a lot of that for
1: us has been like thyroid issues okay so it. that's another thing so like oh my so where I get like everything like because I'm my thighs are huge like I realize I'm never going to be the double zero like in my head when I was younger I was like oh, I'm going to be like my mom when she was younger but like I know from my dad's side I know that I'm not going to get that like I've already accepted that um so even like you know I thought maybe I might get to like 150 and, like, I like how it looks. Like, I still look healthy. I'm not trying to get abs. That has never, like, <laughs> I don't want muscle. I just want flat. Like, that's all I want. <laughs> yeah. I just don't want to, like, flabby arms. And I just don't want, um, I just want a flat stomach. That's all I care about. So I might get to 150 and I get there. And, like, then I might stop there. But, like, between 130, 140 is, like, the mm-hmm. goal. So because, like I said, because I have seen, like, because I see on my dad's side, and because, like, I'm pretty sure I take a lot of the character from there, I realize that I'm not going to be, like, that stick. Now, I don't know, like, medically-wise, I'm not quite sure what they have. Um, I've been tested for, like, thyroid stuff, because even as a child, and I, I'm i pretty sure you guys are going to hear this in the episode before this, um, but I'll repeat it in case you haven't heard it, but, like, um, even as a child, like, I was gaining weight really fast so um i did like weight watchers in the fourth grade and like i went to like a doctor and got like this little like ultrasound thing because they're like what the heck is going on with this kid like why is she gaining weight so quickly mm-hmm. and we never really found out what it was um because i'm kind of surprised they never tested you for your
0: thyroid because i know my well, little- i've been this- tested okay well thy- at that age because oh, my little sister got tested but she had a hyperactive thyroid at like age 11. Oh. Which is like the opposite. She was losing weight, eating everything. Yeah. Lucky dog. I was to say, <laughs> But I know like a lot of kids do have like a hypoactive thyroid, which causes your metabolism to slow down.
1: Yeah I had um I know that I got like an ultrasound I don't remember the results um but I got like an ultrasound um to look at like what was inside my stomach and then I did the whole Weight Watchers thing and like I um had done like all these different things I've been tested for stuff I had like my different levels of um like I had like three different thyroid level type tests and they all say everything's fine, which hmm. is weird because like my metabolism is trash. Like I cannot express yeah. how bad my metabolism is. Um, But cause like another thing, and I've talked to my nutritionist about this and like, we have no idea what to even test for. Um, But I can like, we can be on the exact same diet and not just like me and a guy. Cause me and a guy that doesn't matter, but like me and another girl, we can do the like exact same thing. you and I thing. can be. Yeah. We're going to be on the exact same diet. We can do the exact same thing, work exactly the same hard. And like, let's say during that diet, you're supposed to lose between like seven and 10 pounds. You will lose between the seven and 10. I'll lose like four. Yeah. And we have no idea like what the problem is and which has been discouraging like pretty much my entire life. Cause it's like, no matter how hard I work, I just am not going to lose as fast as like, I feel like I should, or Mm -hmm. I really need to so that's kind of been like hard and that's also too where the discipline comes in because the motivation can leave because it's like it's not as it sucks when like you're yeah. working really hard and you don't really see results like there was a I've cried at the nutritionist like when they tell me like how much I lost that week and I'm like dang I tried so hard this week I literally do not like what the heck mm-hmm. is going on but for whatever reason my body is just not responding the way it needs to yeah um
0: Have they tested hormones? Because it sounds like what you're talking about, like around that age of like you gaining weight, sounds like around puberty, roughly, right?
1: Yeah, probably because I started my period at like 10. Yeah, it sounds like like it might be fourth grade.
0: Sounds like it might be hormones. Have they tested hormones?
1: I not recently. I I don't think so recently. I feel like it may have been when I was younger, but I don't think I've been tested recently for hormones. Because your
0: hormones can affect your metabolism
1: yeah yeah that is I mean that's something I definitely need to there has to be more tests because I've had like before the past two years so like when I first got out of undergrad I had a bunch of other tests done um just to see like okay what is happening Mm -hmm. and I know everything was like oh you're normal everything's normal everything's fine because like the other thing is like I've never had a blood pressure issue I've never had a diabetes scare Hmm. I've never had any like anything that you're supposed to have when you weigh I've never had I have been healthy the only thing is like once or twice I might have had like a back like spasm Mm -hmm. but like that's it I even like and that's that's also been the problem too like for me why like I needed I hate to say but like I needed like a heartbreaking emotional thing to happen to me because I I like the way I dress Mm -hmm. I love my personality yeah I don't have any health problems I am still able, like, I went to the Wadi shop, which was, I mean, I swear to you, I almost died. Uh, And I'm not trying to be dramatic, but, like, I did. Like, I almost died. But, like, I've done things that, like, quote-unquote bigger girls shouldn't be able to do or can't do. I've done them. They were hard, Mm -hmm. but I did them. So, it's, like, I don't really, I didn't really have, like, a reason to, like, care. And, like, at the time, I had a boyfriend that said he loved me the way I was. So I was like, oh, why should I care? And then, you know, some things happen. So, okay, I guess I should care now. But that was the other thing too. So it's just, with me, it's just been like a weird, um, I don't know, it's just been weird circumstances to do it. So I just really had to like discipline because, yeah. And then also to the other thing, I forgot to say this, is if you mess up, just start over the next day and like let's say like you have a day where like for example like sass I ate like trash I was so mad at myself I like one day I had like um like we got dessert and like the next day I really like I felt it because I hadn't had sugar in a long time Mm -hmm. so I felt it and it I felt awful and I was like really frustrated with myself but the thing was the next day you just wake up drink your water and keep going don't sit in that so like if you do mess up if you do cheat or if you do decide to um splurge one day don't sit in it just the next day start over do the exact same thing that you knew that you were supposed to be doing yeah Yep, I agree with that so what else do you have so we've talked about kind of your health goals yeah so um I'm trying to think of like, um, so well, you like said you do a word of the year too. What Do you have that right? figured out? So I have not figured out my word of the year yet. I, um, have been praying about it and I've just been trying to like, um, ask God, what is it that he wants me, um, to focus on my word for 26 is pivot. And then, which is crazy because you said pivot earlier in the oh, that's episode. Funny. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. So my word for being 26 is pivot. So I'm thinking it might that might be my word of the year for 2021 as well. Mm-hmm. But sometimes my word of the year for my birthday and the word of the year for the year are different. So I'm still like praying about it. Um, but I think that pivoting is just going to be something that um, is a skill I realize that I'm grateful that I have but it's something that I need to be more grateful about I guess mm-hmm. because I feel as if I can pivot I can do stuff I can be resilient but I'll be crying and stomping and upset the whole time and that's just as bad as not doing it almost you know yeah. not being grateful for it so I think oh maybe grateful is my year now I'm, is my word I just thought of that. Um, Mm -hmm. That'd be a good word. Yeah, because the other thing is, like, I try not to, but sometimes I do tend to think about, like, all of the things that just went wrong. Because I think... I think it's human
0: nature, too, to do that. Yeah.
1: And I've said this before, but I think, at least for me, it feels like I've had more things go right, but the things that went wrong felt more devastating. Like, they... I feel like they technically way bigger for example like you know my granddaddy died is a little is bigger to me than you know like I'm trying to think of something really good that happened like um starting this know, podcast Sorry start, this podcast yeah which I love and I'm very grateful for it I have a lot of ideas um for the future but like my granddaddy dying was like really that was a big thing mm-hmm. so like it's just that's why sometimes I feel like I focus more on the negative um But like when I write out all the positive, definitely more positive happened this year. Yeah. It just feels that way. Um, So I think being thankful is something pivoting and being thankful that I can pivot too Mm -hmm. um, is something my word of the year. And um, another personal goal that I have is I really, um, I want to do better with my finances. Um, Your girl is, Uh, learning on being better let's just put it that way Um, I really really want to be better with my finances um, and I want to yeah so I'll do those other girls goals later Uh, Victoria what are your goals for next year
0: yeah so I kind of did the same thing I think I've been doing like the word of the year since like 2016 and it's always funny like reflecting back on Like, really, how true that is. And like, I always pray about it, and um, just really like, God, like, what did you want me to focus on? Like, this year was like patience,
1: Mm, and
0: (laughs) and it was like (laughs) like, it's like, okay, because for us, like we were getting married at the beginning of the year, and it's like all this exciting stuff. Like, my husband ran for office. We were kind of like, I didn't, and honestly, like part of my goals for this year was to be buy a house and we're just not ready because another year of redistricting and, um, and just, and kind of like, like you said, like with pivoting kind of this year, I mean, we had to be patient cause like, I didn't know what was going to happen with my job. Um, just stressed out from that and just wasn't where we, are we going to get sick? are we going to lose loved ones um and just really kind of like being like okay like I just need to be patient I don't need to be focusing on the future God has it in his hands Mm -hmm. so that was really like my focus on 2020 and I would say for 2021 my initial one was like self-control but I really think it's what Cause like self-control and discipline kind of go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. And so I'm really right now like leaning towards discipline. So um, I also am going through a weight loss journey. I started birth control in 2018 to help with acne and in two years gained 40 pounds. And, and this is something I think we're going to have like an episode on later, kind of going deep dive on, trying to to talk about hormones and i know um and and so i was on the pill and then switched to the bar and then the bar just really messed with my hormones to the point like where i was having like liver issues and so i got the bar out in september um not on any form of hormonal birth control right now And that's what like I would recommend to anyone. I'm like, I would get off hormonal birth control in a heartbeat because that's just it's not natural. And it's not for like a religious, but it really messed with my body. Yeah. And it really messed like my levels were all over the place. It caused me because my body thought I was going through menopause. And so I was low on a certain hormone, which caused me to store fat cells. And because um, my body thought I was going through menopause. And so um, that's really kind of something like I want to focus on is making sure I am being healthy. Um, my husband, and I hate cooking, but that's going to be something like that's the discipline part <laughs> is that. You just got
1: to find fun recipes.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's kind of the discipline part. It's like we buy food and then we just don't want to cook it. And so then we'll go out and the food goes bad. But that's kind (laughs) of like the discipline part. Like, And even if like we don't make it and just doesn't taste like 100%, we just got to be disciplined and just eat it. Because, I mean, and that's like where like too, like financially, it's like we're not being smart financially eating out a bunch and wasting food. And so that's kind of where the discipline comes and it's like – between just eating right, working out right. And like, um, um, Mal and I were actually talking about this before the podcast, but I got a book called In the Flow. Um, after you listen to this podcast, go check out the Boss Babe podcast. They had uh, Alyssa Vidi on who wrote this book talking about how every diet and workout is based on um, research done based on men and menopausal women where us women who are still um able to have babies childbearing years. childbearing thank we'll you <laughs> i remember the word <laughs> but us in our childbearing years we we have four we're a cyclical every week is Different how our body is, so like with women in menopause and men, it's a consistent like you're not fluctuating, your hormones aren't fluctuating. It's completely consistent. Or for women in childbearing years, every week is something new going on, and they're really recommending like. Like if you work out and eat the same thing every single week, like you're just going to flatline. You're just going to be steady where they're recommending is that, okay? like when you're on your period, you really should be focusing on like some downtime, relaxing, doing yoga, walking versus when you're ovulating. That's when you really need to be working out hard and doing high intensity and really also. And it's like also biohacking like that's when you're ovulating is when you have the most energy. And so that's when you need to be focusing in mostly on um, getting things done.
1: And, you know, two things really quick. First thing, what you were talking about um, eating, my nutritionist said this, and I'm going to tell you this earlier. She said, if you don't like something, you don't have to eat it, even if it's healthy. So, like, just find the healthy things that you like. Well, I'm Um, not a
0: good cook. And so, like, if it's overcooked, just a hair, like, I just need to suck it up
1: okay yeah 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 that's what I'm um, meaning <laughs> and then the second thing is you made me think and I should have said this earlier when we were talking about this is even like um so it's like I take like a prescription appetite suppressant and like I was explaining like around my period I feel like I'm hungrier so like he was like okay well around your period you can like uh, up your dosage if you want and that makes sense because it, or like what you're saying makes sense because of tiny things like that like every single week I don't have the same type of appetite every single week I might need a little bit more for the suppress you know like it's mm-hmm. just it's we're like you said we're cyclical wow yeah
0: and they're saying too like even if you have like certain cravings like I I think like I think chocolate like if you're craving chocolate that means you're low on like calcium magnesium so you might just need to up like that supplement same thing like I think if I think they say if you're craving carbs you're low on like vitamin b so it's just really listening to what your body's wanting to show like okay like this is what I need to be doing yeah but yeah so that's kind of the my weight loss journey and like I'll update you guys like later on how I'm feeling, how everything's going, and just kind of like what tidbits I've learned. And for me, it's more of like a hormone journey I've been on of trying to get my hormones back and on
1: like square one. I like that you're coming at it from that perspective. Um, Because I think, well, number one, I feel like I've never really, I, I feel like that's kind of like a new way to look at it. I've never really heard of anyone coming at it from that perspective. And then I also feel like that's more, lasting and that's going to be really good for your your body to come Mm -hmm. at it from that instead of just like from a pure like oh I need to lose weight but like really getting on the inside and like into your actual body yeah I think that figuring out the
0: problems instead of like yeah a long-term solution instead of a short-term fix yeah
1: exactly
0: exactly and And I think uh And also not like completely like getting rid of things that make you happy. Like today, like I went and picked us up Chick-fil-A and instead of getting chicken tenders with fries, I got the Cobb salad, which has cut up, which has like cut up chicken nuggets on it. And so I'm still getting what I love, which is like their chicken, but it's also coming at it from like, okay, like I'll substitute this one little thing, which will make a lot bigger impact later on. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Um, so we're gonna wrap it up and wrapping it up, we're gonna talk a little bit about some exciting things that are gonna happen in 2021. There's something really big and exciting that's gonna happen in 2021, but we're not gonna tell you just yet. Um, but it's gonna be exciting, and you guys, I'm excited for you guys to know and hear about it. But some of the other things that we're gonna do is, um, we're still gonna do um, our, our giveaway, <laughs> our donation, <Yes. laughs> uh, for, I could not think of it for a second, for True Justice International, and next month, um, January, because you'll be hearing this, well, it'll uh, first come out December 31st, so January is going to be Human Trafficking Awareness Month, and we just did, um, we pre-recorded the episode, the very, very first episode for the month, and Which it is, is coming out when? Um, January, that Tuesday, so January, Whatever the first fifth, Tuesday, fifth. Is, fifth. That's the Georgia runoff day too. Oh yeah, yeah, and we'll do an episode of, about that. But you know, that'll when we're at- a
0: weekly recap that week. Yeah,
1: that'll be our <laughs> weekly recap. So when you are um, at home and you're trying to like avoid uh, watching the news because you're nervous and you're biting your nails and everything, instead of you know watching the news, listen to the episode. It's gonna be. I mean, it's not like a fun episode because we're talking about human trafficking, but it's really, honestly, it's, it's been one of my favorite interviews. Like it's, you're going to love it. And you're going to love It was
0: so mind opening. Like, we'll give you a brief teaser. We learned that only 9% of human traffickers are strangers.
1: 9%.
0: 91% are people, you know.
1: Yeah and um so like it's it's a really really good episode so January we have some really good interviews coming up um and we're going to still do the donation um we're going to do a lot more blogs I really want to do um be a little bit more um active in the blog sphere and you guys can share more and sometimes you know not everybody listens to podcasts so I would like to do a little bit more of that we also will have a Facebook group yay So with the Facebook group, there's already a lot of like um, conservative Facebook groups. Um, Ours is going to be a little bit different. It's going to be, you can still, just like all the other ones, you can still post whatever you want to post in regards to like different topics. But we'll also, um, after every episode, we will have discussion questions. We will have like a little recap you to look at um and we'll talk about like we'll give you exclusive content and the sense of like you'll hear about some things before other people do to be in the Facebook group so I think you're really going to enjoy it um we'll and just wanting
0: to create a community with you guys too like we get to talk to you guys but we don't really get to hear from you other than stuff some on Instagram and we really want to try like I mean, we became really good friends through this podcast and we also want to be really good friends with you guys too. And yeah, you guys meet other people.
1: Yeah, no, seriously. Like that's the other thing too. Like I really do want this to feel like a community. I want it to feel like we're all together. So also too, like if you want a, uh, an outlet to submit a blog, if you feel very strongly about anything that's going on in the world please feel free to email us hello dot those other girls at gmail.com and we can post it on the blog obviously you know if there's a bunch of cursing or if it's like yeah and then
0: inappropriate
1: yeah if it's inappropriate obviously we're not going to post it but you know we'll post just about anything that is current and still fits the mission of those other girls or if you um, have a unique story we might be interested in having you on Yeah. Also too, we can, we would love more guests. So, and you don't have to have like a big following. You don't have to be like this big person. That's just like 10,000. Like, honestly, it just, as long as you have something interesting to say um, and you fit the mission of the podcast, then we're more than likely to come on. Also, eventually I would like to have brand ambassadors. So just keep your eye out Uh, keep your ears open for that because I I really would like to have um I think it would just be a good way to like build a community as well so if you listen and you're like really really like the mission and you want to be a part of it and you want to get like a deeper um build a deeper relationship with other of your other girl sisters then this is that's just a program that will be really good for you to be in so keep your mind open for that um there's like something really big that we're planning, um, but I don't want to tell you because I want it to be a big surprise. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else to share about this upcoming year. I just really, more than anything, I really want you guys to feel represented. I want this to be a something, a podcast that you guys listen to that you can laugh and like enjoy and like share with your friends that isn't filled with like a bunch of curse words or like a bunch of raunchiness, which, you know, if that's what you're into more power to you that's between you and God. But like, I personally didn't really want to hear that. So I just created something that didn't have that. And then I, I hope you guys represent it. And then I also hope that this could be um, something where you build a community, where you don't feel so alone, where you don't feel as if you're the only person on your college campus, you're the only person in your, uh, Bible study, you're the only person in your family that feels a certain way, like, um, and also to, like, reach out to either one of us, you are, like, I am, my DMs are always open, um, sometimes I don't, I always forget to click all, it's, like, top, requests all requests sometimes forget to click all requests and then i'll look and it'll be like 30 people have messaged me like for the past like four days um and if that happens i am super sorry but i will respond like my dms are always open um and i'm sure victoria feels the exact same oh, way definitely and we're always here to support you. If you are thinking of, I don't know, I just thought of this. If you're thinking of running for an office, like, and you, or if you're thinking about starting a podcast, a lot of people have reached out to me about starting a podcast. Do it, do it, do it. Absolutely do it. Don't stop. Just do it. Like, do it. Yeah. I highly recommend it. If you have any questions, also, too, feel free to reach out. And if you want to promote it on our podcast, as long as it fits um, the mission, come right on ahead. I keep saying that just because I don't want people to just start, Bring in things that have nothing to do with us
0: yeah we know you trust us and so we don't want to bring anything on that we wouldn't listen to or any products we wouldn't have ourselves
1: exactly um also too um if you're listening and you have something that you want if you want to sponsor us and you have a product that you would like to advertise we're open for advertising sponsors now as well So there's just a lot of things coming up in 2021 now that we've kind of gotten into the swing of things and we understand the mission and the goal and like we have fleshed out some ideas 2021 I think is going to be even bigger and better it's going to look a little different than 2020 did when it comes to the podcast and to the brand in general because Mm -hmm. those are the girls is more than just a podcast um it is a podcast and it will always be a podcast but we're gonna it's um, I don't want to say a movement because that's so cheesy it's a movement but, but it is yeah that's only it's yeah, that's the only word I it's could think
0: movement.
1: of <laughs> we're just
0: trying to bring Christian conservative about a platform for women to have Christian conservative values and feel loved and feel heard and know that the female left person is not the person speaking
1: for us yes and keep that sentence in mind everybody (laughs) the leftist women are not speaking for us so yeah so I'm really excited I kind of rambled a little bit but that's okay I ramble sometimes um I really hope you guys are going to have enjoy this episode I hope you guys had a very merry Christmas and you're going to have a happy new year I am excited for 2021 um even though 2020 was not how we all expected it I think we can definitely thank God and be grateful for the things that did happen and we can go into 2021 knowing that God is in control and I think that this was just like a really good wake-up call because another side note and then I really do want to wrap this up <laughs> I think some of us were thinking that we can control things because now looking back I was thinking I had, was in so much control I know what I want for my future this isn't that but actually I'm not in control of anything God is in control yeah. and when you give your life completely to God then you know your dreams wishes, and should line up with his and if they don't then uh, that sucks for you because then it's not going like it has to be in line with God's plan for your life so I think if we are all going to 2021 thinking like that and looking like that then it'll be a much we will be much more grateful for it for whatever happens whatever comes our way in mm-hmm. 2021 Yep. alright you guys thank you so much for listening and um, you will hear us in the new year happy bye. new year happy new year Woo. bye guys Bye. thank you for listening to those other girls with mallory and bailey make sure you like comment and subscribe on all of your favorite podcast platforms Head over to our website, thoseothergirls.com, to read our blogs and receive exclusive content. And connect with us on Instagram at thoseothergirlspodcast and on Twitter at TOG underscore podcast. Those are the girls changing culture and bringing back traditional values.